This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omar Saleh and Hani Balkis on Pulse 95. Future Talk. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. It is one special Sunday. First off, it's Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. We're definitely very grateful for all of your love and support. But second of all, it's a special Sunday because I'm finally, finally joined by my co-host, Hani Balqis. Welcome back. It's good to be back. It's been a good uh, three weeks since I've uh, <laughs> I've done the show. Yes. Feels good to be back. But you know what else is coming back, Omnia? What else is coming back? A ring of fire, a dramatic ring of fire. Solar, solar eclipse darkened the sun at 9.36 a.m. today. Yes, indeed. A lot of people have been actually messaging us on Pulse95 asking us to talk about the solar eclipse. And we're going to be telling you all the details about it and also why it happens. But in other news, there has been a little bit of a bummer this weekend because WhatsApp has been down. A lot of people took it to Twitter to complain about online status not showing up, many privacy uh, settings creating a lot of issues. So we're going to be giving you the latest updates on that and whether or not it has been solved. I'll be completely honest with you guys. I don't use WhatsApp at all and I didn't know that anything was down. (laughs) Oh, I know. So so when when Omnia got me the news, I was like, what? It's down? (laughs) Since when? But uh, Zoom is going to roll out an end-to-end encryption to users free of service. Now, encryption has been a a, a big deal for Zoom lately, ever since uh, the coronavirus pandemic and quarantine. A lot of uh, Zoom users did kind of suffer uh, some privacy problems, but Zoom is going to roll out this end-to-end encryption. Yes, indeed. They've definitely been facing a lot of criticism because they were first rolling it out only to users who were willing to pay. But in other news, Twitter is testing a new voice tweeting features. Could voice notes become the newest update coming to Twitter? We're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments. I'm offended because I still didn't get that update yet. Now, I've, I when, I, when the update did happen, a lot of my mutuals on Twitter did have that update. And they were tweeting random things, random voice notes. And you didn't get it. I didn't get it yet. And I was super upset. But <laughs> Uh, hopefully I will get it so I can uh, kind of tweet it kind of it's voice they, tweet they call it now it's a uh, voice note tweet or something I don't yeah. know what they're calling it I'm glad you have your voice back to go ahead and use I'm, the I'm glad I have my voice back too it's been two weeks since I've talked I usually kind of mumble my words but hopefully I do sound okay <laughs> you definitely do but also coming up on Future Talk we're going to be telling you about five technologies that have been inspired by the pandemic let me give you one tip all of these technologies have become contactless so to find out to find out about all those stories and more make sure you keep Pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back you're, you're listening, listening to Pulse 95 Pulse 95 Daily Digital News Bits and Bytes Connect Our World Now a dramatic ring of fire solar eclipse darkened the sun today over the UAE. Now the solar eclipse did peak today at 9.36 a.m. as the moon did briefly cross the sun. Now I do believe that uh, the UAE did witness a spectacular solar eclipse today as the moon did begin to pass over the sun and cast its shadow on Earth at 8.14 in the morning right here in the UAE. Yes, indeed. Now, annular eclipses tend to occur whenever the moon 
passes between the Earth and the Sun. It's not quite close enough to our planet so that it can completely cover the sunlight. So that's why it leaves a thin ring of the solar disk visible. Now, this occurs every year or two, and it can only be seen from a very narrow pathway across the planet. Now, a lot of astronomy centers have warned residents not to look at the sun directly. So I hope you all were not looking or staring at the sun, even though it was actually a very spectacular uh, view. Omnia, didn't we bring a guest on the show, I think, mm-hmm. six how, when was it? Six months ago, a year ago? The last solar eclipse happened in December, so, so- I think... I think that's when we brought the guest. We, we brought the guest and actually uh, I remember everyone was looking at the sun and everyone was scared uh, that they wouldn't <laughs> They're gonna see. Go They're going to go blind. I was actually scared to be honest because I looked at the sun for like three <laughs> seconds and then I remembered you're not supposed to look at the sun. But uh, thankfully, alhamdulillah, I'm not blind now. So <laughs> there, there you have it. There you have it. But the solar eclipse should only be watched whenever you're wearing protective glasses or through a pinhole projector. Um, standard UV sunglasses don't really offer enough protection, even though they are usually marketed for this kind of event. Now, the UAE, as I mentioned, last witnessed a fire solar eclipse back in December of last year. So we are definitely lucky to get to witness it yet again. A sky show that is only put off for those who can actually appreciate it. Yes, Omnia. Now, uh, Abu Dhabi's Astronomy Center did share images of the event shortly after it did begin. Now, the Dubai Astronomy Group did warn residents not to look at the sun directly during the event as it can permanently damage the retina. That's why I was scared, Omnia, (laughs) when I did look because I forgot. And I was actually super excited to look at it. But uh, alhamdulillah, nothing happened. (laughs) Now, the solar eclipse should be watched, just like you said, only through protective glasses or through a pinhole projector. And standard UV sunglasses do not offer that protection. But Omnia, let's go and talk about what's up Mm -hmm. because... WhatsApp is very important because obviously a lot of people use WhatsApp except me. <laughs> I just don't find it uh, as attractive to use. But uh, the online status and private privacy settings did face issues. Now, WhatsApp did go down on Friday evening for millions of users who did report issues with privacy settings as well as last seen online status not working. Now, I've turned my last seen like 20 years ago I've turned that off Same I don't think anyone has it on Except those I think Who want to ma- stalk other people I think, I think mothers Oh yes Mothers have it on <laughs> And uh, I, I just don't like having it I don't like, I don't like people tracking my Same. online Like oh honey you're, You were online at 2.13 And you didn't respond back At 2.08 At 2.12 Or something like that I, I just don't I just don't I'm not with it. I definitely agree with you. Let us know. Do you have your last scene turned on or off? But for those of you who are wondering about uh, how many people actually saw WhatsApp crashing, there was about a 66% in WhatsApp down reports. So the last scene online status was not working for them, as well as uh, there was about 28% of people reporting connection issues. Now, this is not only for Android or iOS users. Both users were impacted impacted with this and they actually took it to Twitter to report all those issues and it seems that the majority of WhatsApp users honey were still able to send and receive messages on WhatsApp even though that problem was occurring see the problem is Omnia that um, I want to see if WhatsApp was really down mm-hmm. but I didn't know who to message because I don't message anyone <laughs> oh god so what I did is I took my mom's phone and you checked. and I messaged myself I'm like hi honey then I took my mom's phone and said hi honey uh, hi mama uh, it was weird. It, it worked fine. I was like, "What is everyone complaining about?" But I don't know, man. I'm not. I'm not with what's up. I feel like uh, it's just. Uh, I don't like having that online status. Mm-hmm. If they turn that off, maybe I would use it more. I don't. No have, way. Like, yeah, I don't like having that online status. I don't like people. Uh, I feel pressured. 
You have your blue ticks on or off? I have it on, but okay. I, I feel pressured. For example, Omnia, if I'm talking to uh, Mikey from Afternoon Karak and uh, Abdul Karim is messaging me, I'd be like, who do I reply to oh, first? Yes. <laughs> I put to Mikey or to Abdul Karim? If I don't reply to Abdul Karim in time, Mikey will probably get upset. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? Whatever. I use apps that don't show that I'm online. Snapchat, one of them. Snapchat. If you message me on Snapchat, I'll get a reply in like 0.9 <laughs> seconds. So definitely all those who were using WhatsApp were definitely struggling with the last scene. Uh, there was also an issue with the typing status. So even though you were typing on the app, that it wasn't showing for users. But fa- Facebook or WhatsApp were actually not commenting on the outage. But hope- luckily, oh uh, they did fix the issue and now it's working just fine. But it's been uh, a, bit, a long month of issues with Facebook and WhatsApp. Ever since June started, Facebook, Messenger and Instagram were actually creating a lot of outages in different parts of the world for example just a few days ago i think it was last week Mm. on june 16 instagram users were not able to post direct messages so what's going on mark zuckerberg i don't don't use instagram either believe it or not so i didn't i just know know about that and you're on future i'm on i don't use instagram that much i'll be honest probably just to check up on news i don't send direct (laughs) messages but uh, talking about going back talking about the the typing thing that Mm. whatsapp future has now, I'll tell you one time what happened. Yeah. Uh, the typing kept going on for like five minutes and I was waiting for the reply. And no reply. Because <laughs> the person I was talking to had the blue ticks off. Oh. So they were, ty- they were typing. A, yani, they were supposed to be typing, but they weren't typing. Mm-hmm. And I thought they were typing. So I stepped five minutes in the chat waiting. And no response. And no came. response. And then it turns out after I closed my app, they weren't typing and oh they didn't God. get the message. So that, that, that problem sucks. I, it definitely does. And it's crazy to think that a lot of features in whatsapp went down all of a sudden let us know if you experience any of those issues text us on 4215 or slide into our dms at pulse 95 radio hopefully we'll be working oh yes on instagram hopefully it is working coming up on future talk we're going to be telling you all about twitter's newest feature their voice tweeting feature so if you're excited to know more about it keep pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back you're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. What's worth a click and download? But you already probably have this downloaded. Now we're talking about Twitter and how they're testing a no a new voice tweeting feature that unfortunately I didn't have uh, <laughs> uh, the priority to test it yet. Now, most of my mutuals on Twitter have been already testing it out. And a lot of uh, celebrities or verified accounts did have uh, that feature, but unfortunately I didn't have it yet and I felt left out. <laughs> but uh, the microblogging platform did say that users will be able to create a voice tweet using a new wavelength icon on the tweet composer screen. Yes, indeed. And Twitter actually said that they're testing this new feature that will allow people to actually create voice notes of up to 140 seconds of audio in a single tweet. Now, this feature, Hani, the reason why you haven't been able to find it is that it was only available for a very limited number of users on Apple's iOS platform. I'm I'm pretty active on Twitter. I find that uh, very (laughs) offensive. As uh, someone who's always on the platform, you should kind of give him priority. But you know what? And he feels a bit left out. I'm not talking to any, I'm not saying anything to Jack from Twitter. But you know, Omnia, what most Twitter users want? Mm-hmm. Not voice tweets on Twitter, but voice DMs. You can't have. You that can't. You don't it? have that. So oh a lot. So a lot of people. You know what they did? Uh, they they use that that feature and they said, Hey Jack, we don't want voice tweets. We want voice DMs. <laughs> 
and there was a tweet. There was a, a Saudi, a, a guy from Saudi Arabia. He actually said it in Arabic, and he got around. I think it was 70k retweets. Wow. It, it, it goes like this: Ismajak, Hanumanaba. It sounds like they said something like that. We don't want. Uh, we want voice. DMs. We want voice. Mashallah, Allah. Super funny. <laughs> and I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that one. I started I think, laughing. I think he got the most retweets because it was the only one you could understand for Arabic users. Yeah, Arabic users loved that. I mean, it, it was all over Twitter. A lot of big Twitter accounts did did retweet it. Especially in the Gulf region, I feel like Twitter is very widely used on op- in opposition to other parts see, around the world. See, Omni, what I like about Twitter is that you pick and choose a community to mm. go into. Now, a lot of people be like, "Oh, what do I? I don't know Twitter. I mean, Twitter, Twitter. Okay, I have my friends on it. What do I tweet about?" Well, once you join a community, now there's an Emirati Twitter, there's a Kuwaiti Twitter, there's uh, all so many Twitters that you can jump onto. There's a K-pop Twitter. Oh wow! Yeah, that Aisha Mazmi uh, probably loves, is on. L- loves so much. So you pick and choose a community to go on, and there you make mutual. So Twitter is 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 kind of like uh, the platform where where you meet new people, mm-hmm. right? So I've met a lot of people through Twitter. Uh, I I feel like Twitter Twitter is 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 more targeted to us, the, 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 yeah, the youth. The youth. And fa- Facebook kind of kind of uh, older derailed from that. It's the older generation. As the older generation, they don't they kind of they don't meet new people. Yeah, they're they're stuck in their group. It's more like to circulate news. I feel like, and for some reason, mm. mothers love Facebook because it's somehow the official <laughs> the official source of news for them. I saw it on Facebook, so it has to be right. It has to be true. Speaking about news, Omnia, actually, did you know that that a lot of people are now getting their news from YouTube, not Facebook? And surprisingly, also from Instagram. That yeah, was a new report that came out. That they, Instagram and YouTube are becoming. The yeah, because ever since a lot of Facebook posts had been being removed because of fake news, blah mm-hmm. blah blah, a lot of people are getting their news from Facebook. So now instead of anyone, any monkey with a keyboard can type anything on Twitter and you, uh, sorry, Facebook, <laughs> and they'll believe it. Now it's any monkey with a video camera. <laughs> So uh, it's funny. I mean, uh, like we said, we, Omni and I have always said, uh, make sure the news you read is from a trusted source. And if it's from a government source, even better. Exactly. And for those of you who want to try out the new Twitter uh, voice feature, you're, you can actually try it out in the upcoming weeks because they're going to be rolling. Can't now. Yeah, not right now. Because I can't. <laughs> they're going to be rolling, at, rolling it out for more iOS users in the coming weeks. I'm wondering, though, what's happening to Android users? Why are they being left out of the game? Because I mean, it's, 20, it's 2020, Omnia. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like if you're, using an, if you're using Android, I'm pointing to you, Mikey. <laughs> if you're using Android, you got to step up your game, go to the iOS. Oh, we've always talked about how Hani hates Facebook and Androids. But social media companies, including Twitter, have been under a lot of pressure lately to stop content that has to do with misinformation or abuse on their platform. Twitter has definitely done great moves in terms of that. But in terms of the voice tweets, they're also going to be reviewing all voice tweets that come out to make sure that they are all in line with the rules, uh, with their uh, guidelines, and they will be taking action such as labeling those voice tweets if they, they are even labeled Donald Trump's tweet mm-hmm. which is super funny to me and I love that one I was laughing for a good 15 minutes <laughs> I, I I was laughing especially because the tweet was coronavirus related <laughs> they have a lot of new rules about coronavirus related I, I, tweets. I, it's, it's not it's not a joke you know it's coronavirus not. not a joke I mean sometimes uh, we kind of forget that it's out there especially in the states people <laughs> forgot that it's, there's something called corona at all like they're living their lives yeah, as if nothing is happening I, 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 be- I believe there was a New Zealand uh, prime minister or a government official 
he he sent something to uh, to uh, to American media or something to go with an American official, government official. He said, "Do you guys know that Corona is still a thing?" Now, New Zealand, for the people that don't know, has zero cases for like three None. weeks now. Yeah. None, and they're kind of Corona-free. Now uh, they're like, "Hey guys, did you know that there's something called coronavirus?" And it you guys, exists. It exists, and you guys are going to mess up the world if you continue doing what you're doing. Uh. And uh, I mean. They made America. You know, you know America. They made it a a political thing, (laughs) whether or not to wear a mask. And it is. They have their very own rules. But let us know. Have you tried out Twitter's new voice tweeting feature and what you think about it? Send in your thoughts on Itisalat Urdu four two one five or DM us at Pulse ninety five Radio. Coming up, we're going to be talking all about Zoom. Zoom has definitely been making headlines over the past few months, but now they are releasing end to end encryption to all users, whether you pay for. It or not, keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. In the age of coronavirus, Twitter, Twitter, <laughs> Zoom has become the new Twitter because we've all used it. We've all celebrated Eid, celebrated Ramadan, all through Zoom. But Zoom did get a lot of criticism over the past few months simply because their privacy was definitely a huge concern. We can't really blame it. It did only gain a lot of fame in the past 90 days. However, now they're trying to work on their privacy and they're rolling out a secure end-to-end encryption for all users even though and even those who don't choose to pay for the service. Yes, Amir. Now, uh, just like we said, the past couple of months in the beginning of 2020, uh, we've seen a, a lot of users. And you and I, Omni, we use Zoom a lot, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, for talking or doing the show or whatever it is. Zoom was the number one platform to go to. But unfortunately, it did have many holes. Now, I didn't in the beginning, I didn't blame Zoom at all. I just said that maybe uh, because of the, the, the sudden traction yeah. and, and, po- and popularity that it did gain, they couldn't kind of... Uh, uh, they kind of handle it, ha- handle yeah. it, and didn't see those holes to begin with. Mm-hmm. But now uh, they did kind of release a feature a couple of months back, where if you are a premium user for Zoom, you would get an end-to-end encryption. But now that feature is coming for free. Now the company, which has attracted scrutiny from regulators and privacy advocates, did release an update to the uh, end-to-end encryption design. Now, uh, that is very important because Omni and I use it for free. A lot of people use it for free. A lot of uh, normal, average, uh, casual people who use Zoom do use it for free. And privacy is very important. Now, the end-to-end encryption does feature uh, the addition of an extra security layer that does make it difficult for any third-party organization to access users' data. Mm-hmm. Now, Omni's, Omni and I's favorite word for the past three months <laughs> was Zoom bombing. Oh, yes. The ha- you had hackers attend calls that they were never invited to. And this is exactly why Zoom decided to introduce the end-to-end encryption. But they were definitely criticized for only allowing it for premium users and not the normal user who wasn't willing to pay for the program. Now, Zoom is hopefully going to begin testing this feature with all of its customers in July. But uh, as we mentioned, there has been a lot of backlash for them. Now, end-to-end encryption, for those of you who don't know, simply means that let's say Hani and I are on a conversation with Zoom. Only Hani and I can actually Mm -hmm. listen to the conversation and Zoom, of course. Um, But 
end-to-end encryption also has its drawbacks because it's, it has definitely become a hot-button issue in the past few years between tech companies and law enforcement agencies that say it has made it harder to track down crimes taking place online. Yes, Omnia, now Zoom does only have 2,800 employees globally, which to me is a small number as uh, around 300 million people use that service. Mm -hmm. And uh, it did have only 10 million in December. So that's a 290 million extra users, which does show why they did find holes in uh, Zoom security. So I do believe Zoom, you guys got to kind of uh, not blame them yeah. and give them a little bit of time to find these uh, these, these these kind these of holes, holes in, yeah. in their security. And I mean, Zoom is a great platform. It did kind of go under fire, but I mean, what are you gonna do? There's exactly. a lot. There's a lot of privacy, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever platform you're using. There is going to kind of be a kind of a little bit of a privacy problem, as uh, I mean, the internet has been around for let's just say 20 years, and for 20 years we did kind of uh, do a lot of great things. So I do believe privacy is still a. A, a, a coming problem that soon enough we will solve. Yes, indeed. And Zoom, actually, their founders are very confident that by implementing this risk-based authentication and a mix of tools that they've also added, which is like making the waiting rooms for the host mm. admit all of the uh, people joining the call mandatory, not anyone can enter the room, uh, making sure that they have a report user function. These tools can definitely help prevent and fight abuse along with uh, zoom bombing now end-to-end encryption will be an add-on feature that as a user you need to go ahead and turn on or turn off it will not work for people who are dialing in from phone numbers so many people might choose to keep it off during less sensitive calls let us know are you willing to keep the zoom um what was it called? End-to-end -end encryption. <laughs> Sorry, the Zoom end-to-end -end encryption turned on or turned off. Personally, I think I would turn it on. I don't see a reason why I don't want my phone calls to be more secure. Uh, uh, for me, Omnia, mm -hmm. I feel like I don't really mind. You don't mind? Uh, I mean, what am I talking about? <laughs> right? Maybe uh, maybe if, if I'm a big shareholder in a company, I'm yeah. having a company talk, and we're talking about stock prices, this is where I have an end-to-end -end encryption. But if I'm talking schools, a lot of schools in New York ban Zoom because of that. Yeah, I mean, but if you're exactly schools need that too. Schools and universities because again, this you university and school and is not have, it's not yeah. it's not a playground. But uh, I mean, for normal use of me talking to a friend or just talking to Omnia, I mean, if you want to listen, come and listen, bro. Uh, our conversations aren't that exciting, so uh, enjoy our conversation. But do tell us four two one five if you've experienced Zoom bombing or did have a little bit of of a fear. For, these for this privacy and if end-to-end -end encryption is a big turn-on for you and you're going to go back to Zoom if you stop using Zoom because of privacy issues. Yes, indeed. Coming up, we have a lot more to share on Future Talk. We're going to be telling you all about five new technologies that have been inspired by the pandemic. And if we can guess what they all revolve around, it's definitely going to be contactless interactions. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. This is Pulse95. Technology has definitely been a very big hero in the fight against COVID-19. And more frequently, we've been seeing contactless technology becoming the new normal. We don't want to interact with human beings, whether it was implementing robots or trying to create touchless 
surfaces has become the new norm. Now, the coronavirus pandemic has definitely caused a lot of us, especially researchers, to focus more on medical research to either create a vaccine or a cure for the virus itself. But it has also sparked innovation in areas that can help contain the spread of the infection. So we're going to be telling you about five different technologies that have been developed right here in the UAE and around the world that have been inspired by the coronavirus outbreak. Yes, Omni. Now, speaking about touchless keypads, before we get into that, now I've been, I haven't seen the guys in like three months. So obviously I did want to hug them and express my love <laughs> to one another, but unfortunately I couldn't. And uh, because, you know, coronavirus pandemic, we can't be touching one another. Social distancing. Social distancing. So it was kind of hard not seeing someone for such a long period of time and not shaking their hand. I was doing elbow touches with everyone. So it was kind of hard not saying hi to Mikey or or Vikas or just the guys in general. So with a touchless keypad, it does kind of make sense. Now, uh, contact with a contaminated object can spread the coronavirus. So researchers at the UAE University have developed a touchless keypad for elevators. Now, this is very important because me, myself, I don't touch uh, the elevator button with my finger. I use my knee. I use my shoe. <laughs> my key, my car key. And I have a very shocking statistic for you. I know you love the whole like germ comparison. Did you know that the elevator has, I think, 40 times more germs than a toilet seat yeah a hundred percent elevator um, buttons hundred percent now let's say uh, for example your basic skyscraper in Sharjah mm -hmm. Buhaira it has uh, is 25 stories 25 stories each floor has let's say 50, 40 people in that in that floor yeah, please, yeah. so 40 times whatever that this the 25 that's around 800 people going in and out uh, on an elevator every day pressing buttons so you don't know where these people have been not everyone uh, unfortunately does keep those rules and cleaning their hands or doing whatever to do what they need to do so touching that up and down G or 19th floor or whatever floor you're going to is is, is a factor so I would recommend uh, using your knee I use my knee it's kind of a good workout you kind of become uh, a lot you can stretch your you can, you can become very uh, flexible actually <laughs> as I go up and I click, the, I hit the, the 22 with my knee and then I go back at the G. You become very flexible. And some people use their keys. Some people use lighters. Whatever you feel is, is appropriate. But don't use your phone, ladies and gentlemen. I've seen one guy use their phone. Same thing, honestly. It's like touching it with your hand. You're constantly touching your phone. And I saw someone do it with their knuckle. Now, yeah. with their knuckle, I feel is, is, is much better because you won't hit, you won't touch your face with your knuckle. You'll go back home and clean your hands. But a touchless keypad is very important. And the next thing we have, Omnia, is social distancing alarms. Now, that is very, very wild. Now, with governments recommending the public to stay at least one meter, or in some cases, two meters apart, inventors have actually created alarm systems that do activate when individuals get too close. Now, can you imagine that, Omnia? Now, we're at that we're at that point where I, uh, if I come too close to you, Omnia, I go beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of weird. It's, But honestly, it is becoming the new reality. In Amazon, uh, Amazon, their headquarters, they actually installed a very similar social distancing alarm. But right here in the UAE, one university decided to create a system that uses thermal cameras 
to detect where people are. Now, these cameras don't record any details about your face, so your privacy is safeguarded. However, it's kind of just like a reminder. Uh, it's like an alarm. It beeps whenever people get very close to one another, and it's a good reminder for people to keep their distance without necessarily investing in expensive technology. Our next tech for today is the temperature sensors. Now, this is a perfect way to identify uh, those who have high fever. It is not, you know, a 100% way to identify those who have the coronavirus since some people can be asymptomatic. However, it is a good way to identify at least a proportion of the individuals with COVID-19. We've been seeing it implemented everywhere from grocery stores to malls to even offices. So it's definitely one of the very uh, tech-savvy ways to nowadays check people's temperatures without necessarily having a security guard carry the thermometer wherever mm. he goes. The, the fifth technology for today is actually the ImmunoTouch wristband. Mm, yes, indeed, Omnia. <laughs> I think I missed one of them. The ImmunoTouch wristband is basically being promoted to help reduce the spread of the coronavirus. It's very interesting the way it works because we constantly talk about how the mouth, the nose, and the eyes are all potential points where the coronavirus can enter the body. Mm -hmm. So people can actually infect themselves if their hands are contaminated. And one device that helps prevent all of this is called the ImmunoTouch. So what it basically does is remind you whenever you're about to touch your face, your hand, your eyes. Shocks you? But it'll buzz. So it's kind of like an Apple Watch, mm. but made for... Uh, previously, it was made to help prevent habits like nail biting, but now it's being used to prevent the coronavirus. I mean, Omnia... Uh, this is crazy, man. I mean, having you can't touch your face. You can't do. I mean, it, it makes sense, but I mean, there's uh, one more though. I there's there, there is one more Omnia, which I find your pretty favorite. cool. The hygiene hook. Now, a lot of people have been. I mean, a lot of inventors have mm -hmm. been making high tech innovations, and some are simple. Now, more than a hygiene hook, a handheld hook that can open and close doors, which do eliminate the need to touch them with hands. Now, some versions do have a small flat surface on the end of them so that they can be used to push buttons or even lift or punch keys on an ATM machine. Mm -hmm. Now, these hooks did exist before the pandemic, but they weren't as popular. popular. Yes. Now, but the hooks can easily be washed as they are typically made of non-porous materials such as plastic or metal. And the prices are actually starting about $1, which is 3.66 dirhams. And uh, it's for the basic types. And it does go up to $15 for larger models. Now, uh, this is important, ladies and gentlemen, because obviously you won't be touching it with your hands. Now, I have this problem if I go to the bathroom. I, I just wash my hands. I don't want to push something or pull. Or even just... Uh, uh, AD, ATM uh, machines or even Oh, doors. my. I hate going to the ATM. <laughs> Gloves I, on always. I, I, I take as much as much money as I need for like a <laughs> month. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna use cash. I feel like nowadays honestly Apple Pay has become the mm, one I, way I, to pay I, unless that place you're going to doesn't take uh, uh, credit cards. Ever since the pandemic Omnia, I have been not using cash. I kind of Same. derail of using cash because cash is a good way to spread the virus as uh, I give it to you, Omnia, you give it to, to the worker. The worker gives it to someone else. It's, it's a good way and you can't clean money. Mm -hmm. you, you, know, can't, you can put it in the washing machine. You can't put it in the washing machine. 
I mean, might mess it yeah, up. Yeah, definitely. Not gonna risk it. Let us know which tech have you found the most interesting. But Future Talk is coming to an end. We will be returning tomorrow, same time, same place, from 2 to 3 p.m. Until then, keep Pulse95 locked because we're going to be giving the airwaves to the dream team, Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah. We'll keep you entertained with everything that's been happening in the entertainment industries from movies to shows. So keep Pulse95 locked. We'll see them next time. Yes, indeed. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.